What's up, dude? What's up, brother? Everything like, good? Yeah, I like the new swag, by the way. Man, I'll tell you, look. Uh, the professional. I, yeah, you know, I, I uh, for the longest, <laughs> see, all, everybody down here at the East Bank, man, at all the restaurants, they all wear T-shirts. Yeah. But when you're, you know, 360 pounds, <laughs> somehow T-shirts just don't, like, they don't fit all the crevices, bro. Yeah. So I had to go with the 4X Columbia fishing shirt. Got me some logos on there. Cool yeah, hats, yeah, man. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking the part now. <laughs> for the longest, I just look like a bum, but uh, it's all right. We're, uh, we're we're rocking and rolling, even though I was looking like a bomb. Yeah. How the was the last time I was on here? It's been it's been a while. It's been, been like a year, year. maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. Been a, year. a little over. I think we uh, we just talked about me being a chef and yeah. how I kind of grew into all that. And I mean, that's God. That's been a while. That was uh, I don't even think I had chef's table open then. Um, all I had, well, we had. You had, I think it was a little part. The little part. on the big part. Damn, it has been that long, yeah. Because yeah. all we had was the little small event center. Yeah. So now we're doing weddings upwards of like, you know, 300 a, a pick and stuff like that. So you got the, the big side, the small side, uh, the uh, the whole back alley. What we've, we've, uh, we've had a, what do we have? We had a, what took the, what took the stage out last time before I came up here? Um, was it a tornado? Lightning strike. Lightning strike. Yeah, that's what it was. That was yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That was high, the high shit. winds and lightning yeah, yeah, strike. Yeah. Um, did about a quarter million dollars worth of damage to our stage out there. We had to replace all that this last year. Yeah, it's been a heck of a year, man. It's I know, and it don't even seem like it's been a year. If you yeah. think about it, like I guess because, and it's it's I've noticed that too with like doing catering, doing stuff with you, doing stuff down here, doing these shows, like. Every, you always have a fucking project, and it's just yeah. like back to back to back to back well, to back to back. And you turn around, you're like, oh shit, six months have went by, and it doesn't even feel like it because you always have a project keeping you going. You know what I mean? Congrats on Red Wolf, too. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. You jumped out on your own? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, uh, shoot, if me and Bo hadn't have done that back in the day, it's a, it's a tough leap, too, to just be like, all right, forget. I mean, yeah, you have. You have things that you're taking from each job that you that you've done, and then it's like, all right, I'm gonna try it on myself, you know. See, yeah. see if I see if I can use all these skills that I've learned through over these years and try to put dollars in my own pocket. Which you know, it's 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 hard work, but you know, it's, a, it's rewarding work yeah, too. That's where we're um, at, man. It's just, uh, man. No, I I love every everybody I work with and everything. You know, clients, partners. You know, mm -hmm. I have nothing nothing bad to say about anybody, man. I'm glad that glad that it's turned into what it is now and i've learned a lot along the ways and um man it's just a new chapter in life you know what i mean you gotta man, keep, keep moving forward that's it it's a uh what you got your wife working with you now too a little yeah, bit she's, she's rolling in here man See, she's gonna be cool. doing the thing and then we we got a lot going on man i'm excited about it well It'll be a 20, 2024 is your year, man. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> just <laughs> more that, shit going on, dude. I, yeah, that's like me. just I, like you. Every I time was, I turn uh, around, it's like it's like you find an opportunity. It's like we're rolling out these preps now. It's like, do you find an opportunity? It's like if this still if this doesn't fuck with the flow of my business, yeah. and we can make more money doing these things and still enjoy it, let's just keep adding on little pieces, new well, pieces, you know? Yeah, that's like um, uh, I don't know. If this is public knowledge or not, but uh, uh, you and I are building that barbecue trailer. Yeah. Event, <laughs> Hell yeah. event barbecue trailer. Yeah. I'm so pumped about this. <laughs> like, if y'all don't know, like, like DJ's one love is, you know, is barbecue. Um, and, like, I really don't know how how much goes into the smoking part and all that. You know, I'm a, I, I love food. I'm eager. Um, I love to taste barbecue, but never really have 
learn to cook. So I'm kind of learning from you on how to cook and how we're putting our heads together on, you know, how do we build this trailer and make it make it better that we can take it to these barbecue competitions. I'm talking yeah. like five years from now, going to like the World Series of Barbecue. Hell yeah, dude. Like, we'll, we'll go roll this trailer up there, smoking pigs. That's going to be fun. So y'all look for us in the future, man. I, yeah, I'm excited about it, dude. We, we, we have this. Uh, so people who they don't, we, we probably talked about it, but, um, and Brian's not here. We'll have to bring him on and talk, talk just all barbecue one day, all of us. But like, uh, I, we need to bring a whole barbecue team on. Yeah. But like, fun. we have this, we have this pit we built and it's, uh, it's essentially like a, people who don't know, like traditionally they, they'll smoke pits if they do like the pig in the ground method or they do the pig on you know over open fire or they'll do like the center block barbecue pit well we we designed something like that for our barbecue team made it out of aluminum yeah but the problem is you have to take that thing and throw it in the back of the truck and haul it everywhere yeah so we basically are creating a trailer now with a metal bottom and we're building a mobile pig smoking pit yeah. <laughs> we're gonna put all of our other shit on it too so and it's only gonna be for smoking like pig, the hog competition hog competition yeah. and then we got the spot where you can pull the golf cart on the yeah, back dude, so you a, can roll around ice chest all around it I mean yeah. it's it's gonna be amazing we're, I'm excited about it dude I, I don't like when it comes out people are gonna probably be like oh shit can y'all build us one yeah. you know that it's gonna look just like it's gonna look so homemade people are like what are these raggly <laughs> like what, what are they rolling up here hey, dude, with, we showed know? up last year with some homemade shit and did man fine, we did man. we did that was that was fun so uh, a little backstory on that was we entered the uh, the one down in New Orleans, Honks for the Cause. Yeah. And, you know, never done a, never done a competition together before. And we, um, what was that, last April? Last April we finished. Uh, yeah, it was April, first week in April, I believe, last year, yeah. We finished in the top 15. We got ninth, I think we got, okay, we got ninth and Hog. I can't remember what our overall score was. Um, Josh, I think he stepped outside. Okay, he, I bet he'll. I bet yeah. he'll know. Josh's on the team too, but yeah, yeah. Josh. Josh got fucking like sixth place in sauce. Sauce, yeah, yeah. And then awesome. We got. I want to say we got top ten in hog, eleventh in ribs or pulled ribs. pork, uh -huh. and, and eleven or twelfth in ribs or pulled pork. One of those. I keep getting mixed up, but I want to say we got ninth overall. Um, we, were, we were in the running to to have because to, you have to place in so many of them to be like the the grand champion yeah, you got, of the entire yeah thing. because you could yeah i mean because if you if you place in the top whatever in all those things like you could do great in one category but bomb in two or three others yeah. so then you can't qualify for grand champion right. so we did qualify for that yeah i remember that was capability yeah that, that shit was, was wild man <laughs> it was i'm excited we're going again this year i don't uh, even feel like i feel like last year we weren't expect i feel more pressured this year you know, because not in a good in a good way, not a bad way. Because last yeah. year we weren't expected to do shit. No. I was like, if we get top fifty out of hundred teams, yeah, psh, we know. Hey, that's right. I feel good out to hundred teams out of the whole country. Yeah, well, we go get now, you got to show first time. Yeah. yeah, first time getting top ten, they're gonna we be like rolling hey. there, and they're like, oh, look at these boys. You know, they, they yeah. <laughs> Especially if we had that pit ready. That pit won't be ready yet, I don't think. It's, it will be ready No, the, the hog pit will be ready. The hog pit will be ready. The trailer won't be ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that would be cool. So Yeah, man, I'm excited about it. We got So that's coming up in April. I think it's April yeah. 5th of uh, 2024. Yeah, this year. Um, hell, I'm not even used to saying 2024. But yeah, we're in it. We're in it. <laughs> and uh, that's going to be our second second adventure towards it. And then hopefully we can we can build on some in the near future and get uh, get that thing rolling. Because it's so fun for for those who've never done this, you you have to take basically three full days yeah. because it is um, 
well, almost four because it's a day of travel, you know, to wherever you're going. You get set up. Once you're set up, you, you know, you've got to, you know, get your tent ready. You've got to have your electricity uh, plumbed in or you know, your, your water plumbed in if you, if you choose to, you know, do the water tank and all that. Um, you've got to have your electricity, your lights. So, I mean, it takes like a whole setup of once yeah, you get like, there. It's like five, six hours of setup, just, yeah. just us setting our little mobile Mo- barbecue, right. like literally comp setup. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, you have a, a big meeting with all the teams and then after the team meeting it's like all right you guys can get started at x amount of time so like they they give you you can't start before a certain time yeah. and then once you get started you cook and smoke and all night long and drink beer and uh it's 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 kind of funny looking at other teams because you'll have like some people just be sleeping on the ground <laughs> Like the team, the team that set up next to us last year, they had. Uh, we were fortunate enough; we had that Airbnb that was close, yeah. and so we could run back and take a nap, like uh, at the house. But that one group, they were just, they just had a little bean bag and a little, little you know, hey, I'm yeah. gonna take, I'm gonna take a three-hour power nap on the ground. And that's what people don't understand. If you're doing like a non-traditional, you're doing, if you're cooking on like a pellet smoker or some shit, you really don't have to babysit anything. But if you're cooking over coals like we are yeah you're over over fire where you're feeding it wood somebody's got to watch that fire all night long yeah. somebody's got to watch the stuff like you really need you really need two people you really need two people at all times awake so you can rotate like we'll rotate somebody sit in the truck and sleep or whatever but you got to have one person watch it knows what they're doing keeping that fire going but you have to have the other person make sure they stay awake yeah <laughs> that's you, right if you're up all night by yourself you're yeah. more apt to fall asleep but and you got somebody keeping you conversation you know and then the pit goes down you can't get can't below a certain temp yeah or else it's going to take you forever to get back yeah, yeah you're a, screwed like, there's a lot of science there's no room it. for error at the house yeah. i can fuck up and fall asleep if i'm running a cook uh, yeah. and i can save it you know sometimes like, i might lose through two or three hours but if you're if you're on a deadline to turn in something right then and there and down to the minute because you are you know and the funnest thing about i think about it last year was doing we did every single and i want to do it again this year but we did every single turn in mm-hmm. so we did every single category so we did all the sides all the appetizers all the so every two hours there was something every two hours we had to turn something in yeah. so you always had somebody prepping like there was never any fuck yeah. off time at all so they had all these concerts that were there too which yeah. was really really cool so this the one that we were doing was in New Orleans, Hogs for the Cause. Uh, the cause is for pediatric brain cancer. Um, really cool event. So anybody that gets down there this year, what, what, where are we going this year? We'll be, it'll be in New Orleans, same place. It'll April the uh, April fifth and sixth. April fifth yeah. and sixth. So yeah. first, first weekend. Um, first weekend. They April. had what do you think? There was probably fifty thousand people that came out there. It's up the lakefront. Yeah, it's uh, a shitload. Yeah, I, I can't remember. They raised. I want to say three to five million. I can't remember. It, raised, one of the, one it of the raised a bunch of money, but it's open to the public. You know, keep, people can come out and they can try all the barbecue and you know, like walk around and just it's it's, it's, like, a, it's basically like Austin city limits for barbecue. Yeah, it really is. Bunch of music. Yeah, and then, I uh, mean, you have like at any given time you have four four stages with music on them, and right. like good musicians. Then you have like, dude, there was some. I don't remember what it was. Some big name rapper that was there. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, like it was. It, it was, was that big New Orleans rapper though. Yeah, he, he come out. Um, Overnight, like I guess he played it like yeah. midnight or something yeah. like that. So he played from like midnight to two, while the people were there just trying to trying to stay awake. Yeah, it's fun stuff, man. We got well, we got our competition coming up, man. March yeah. 9th. March 9th. March ninth here East, East at Bank. East Bank in Bossier City. Um, we're gonna do a little smoke out. Uh, we got what twenty teams? We got twenty five. Well, I'm setting a cap at twenty five teams. Twenty five teams. We got eight eight signed up so far already. I haven't even told you that, but yeah, we're at eight right now, bro. But um, Sweet. we have like I'm putting this together. 
We're bringing in guest chefs. I mean, guest judges, right. different pit, pit masters from different. Andrew Kasky, he's been on before. Swedish uh, Andrew Kasky's from over in Ruston, Bad Wolf Barbecue. Okay. He's done competition cooks before. He's like a brisket fucking master. All like right. one of the best briskets I've ever had, hands down. And then you got Sweeties. Sweeties is, I mean, he dominates ribs anytime he's cooking anywhere. Yeah, he's out of Nagash. He'll be here judging too. And then we're bringing in some more. We're not going to name all the other judges we got coming. We got some possible other big, big name judges coming in. But we're doing this thing non-traditional, man. So we're not going to, we're not going to do any sanctioning body. We're, yeah. we're we're putting our own judges together. We're not judging on your meat has to be in this box and look this certain way. No, man, we're judging on presentation and taste. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like, does it look good? Does it taste good? All right, everybody's we're going up to you know up to down to the literally one to the head you know here yeah. it is and i think i think it's gonna be fun doing that because people people who may not know about the competition barbecue scene is that it gets super political like anything else right because you have these sanctioning Somebody. bodies and then you have the way that they judge and then people get mad and with the, the way we're gonna do this thing it's like look man if your shit tastes good and looks good yeah you got a chance to win, chance to win. now you're gonna have experienced people tasting this stuff that have good smoke palates right they know what they're looking for Look these guys tasting this food we're not just running to some random judges you know at a, at a random weekend competition here we're going to have people that know what the fuck they're tasting and when they do taste it they're gonna be like okay that one's over smoked oh that one got smoked like somehow the fire got smoked out you know muffled right there and it, got, it took on too much you know like they're gonna we're gonna nitpick it in a good way but not, they're not gonna be just saying oh well, that shit we ain't got enough sauce on it, you know, right. some weird shit. So that's next month then. So we're we're about uh we're about a month and a well, month and a couple of days. Well, a month and, yeah, by the time this comes out it'll be a month out down there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we anybody that's uh listening to us here, man, y'all come up when we're supporting um uh we're supporting our little team, but we're also doing it for um uh, a kickoff for our stage. Yeah, stage I just talked about earlier that we, you know, got almost lost completely last year, but it's uh, it's built back up. So we're going to crank that thing up. We got like a Kiss tribute band. Yeah, man. It's gonna be, uh, we got hidden tracks coming out of Monroe track, to open yep, it up. Yep. Uh, Patrick Hall's gonna be here on the ones and twos. So we're gonna start the. We're gonna start smoking meats overnight, and we're just gonna start eating meats during the day yeah and we're listening to live music at night yeah. uh, the the following evening so yeah we're gonna run this one different than that. most people fun. most people are running turn-ins early and they're done with their shit by five we're running this thing late so this is gonna be a party party like they can fuck off a little bit the night before yeah and they start getting serious at the wee hours in the morning you know and then they then they gotta bring it on into the nighttime stay sober you know <laughs> make turn-in you know yeah, you make, turn make turn in and well, so our turn in is going to be like late afternoon then. Yeah, our turn ins are yeah. going to start after lunch. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be completely different for everybody. Have you ever been to the one or done the one in uh, Tyler, Texas? Mm -mm. Um, they do it, they, they shut off the downtown square. I've like, seen they, I saw that last year. They I block it off. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times they'll have, you know, a couple big name. Uh, I think they've had Whiskey Myers out there. Yeah, it's a whole festival. Yeah, yeah. it's a little festival, barbecue festival. But they uh, there's a competition side of it too, um, and I didn't I didn't know if you've ever know new people that have done it. No man, we were looking at going just to go last year. I think yeah. it was on the on the radar just to go hang out over there because I have some buddies over there. But um, no, I haven't done it, dude. I haven't done. I didn't even do. I think the only competition I did last year was with you. Yeah, when we did we did hogs, and I think I'm pretty much man. I don't know. After you go there and place that, you really don't. It's like I'm having fun helping put these smaller competitions on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they take up your time too, though. Yeah, so it you, takes you up just to... as much time as. But you get to hang out and you don't have the. 
I don't know. It's it's fun being on the the event side, like putting the comp on side of it, and then just going to do a couple big ones a year. I think that's kind of what I fell into. How I'm kind of enjoying this thing. I think we're uh, we're on track though. We're gonna we're gonna go down here and we're gonna we're gonna finish a little bit better this year. Hey man, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with doing better. I don't like doing worse. <laughs> but I think we learned a lot. Um, yeah, I think I think the the biggest thing for us this year is um, what a lot of people don't understand is it's a, it's just like a festival too. So you're, not only are you doing the competition, but you're also selling food to the public at Hogs mm-hmm. for the Cause the whole time. And all your money generated, you never take any dollars. It all goes directly to the cost. So everyone has a wristband. They just come up. Right, right. You scan the wristband, and you give them food. So you're having to run front of the house yeah. slinging food. How's the one that we're going to do going to work down here in the East Bank? Is it going to be uh, – Oh, so the East Bank. So it's going to be like traditional setup. Like they're going to all run their – their turn-ins and, and do their but if you're a guest but if, if you're, you're a guest you have a sample so a sample, a sample so like you, like you sample get a wristband. sample wristband or sample ticket and they'll walk around you five bucks they get their samples and okay. they can go they'll have 25 plates to taste yeah because it's kind of like a crawfish cook-off. yeah same or, thing or like crawfish cook-off yeah they'll be able to but they don't have to pay per per uh tent you Ten, know they yeah. just roll up and say hey i want to try this hey, i want to try that you know and then they get to come back and vote That's what crazy. was the best and and it what's cool about that shit is one person may do loaded pulled pork nachos. You don't fucking know. Like you, do, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. It's just got to be a smoked meat, mm-hmm. and it's got to be cooked on site. They can cook whatever they want. And I ain't even announced this yet, but I'm throwing in a dessert. We're gonna throw in a dessert category. Okay. So a little auxiliary. So if they want to enter, the if they, they want to enter the dessert category, they got to make it, smoke it right there. And then that'll be a, yeah. a one little one-off category, man. That'll be fun. <laughs> I've heard people talk about. It. I haven't, I haven't ever competed in one that did the dessert thing and i've never entered a dessert thing but i did a uh this was years ago i want to say it was uh it may have been an eastridge country club um man we're, we're talking this was 20 years ago um it was a competition I, everybody knows what iron chef is right yeah so Iron Chef, you know, it's it's a competition between, you know, it starts out with like three or four, and you know, it goes down, whittles down to where it's, you know, whittles whittles down to where it's like one, and it was, uh, we made the first round, made the second round, so it what came, were y'all cooking like, uh, so you cook it, anything? You you have, well, they they give you a secret ingredient, okay, and then it has to the ingredient has to be involved into three different dishes, okay, it has to be involved into uh, some sort of. Uh, appetizer some sort of entree and some sort of dessert but it's and, secret like you don't even know what the fuck it is like no nah, you don't even know what it is <laughs> like yeah. until they announce it okay um and they announce it at the same time um that they you know basically we we knew the day of they don't announce it to the crowd right because uh, it was a live event um to raise money and so they don't announce it until to the crowd of like what it is and so we're not really supposed to know what we're you know we have to like come off the top of our head so we did have like um about six hours you still to like, come up with something That's yeah not, you still yeah. had to come up with something yeah. and you had to like all right now how are we going to do it um and um i remember the final uh the final stage was morel mushrooms or something like this that was like the secret ingredient and so i mean we breezed through the the uh, breeze through the first two, but I was like, why are you going to use mushrooms in the dessert? Right? So, um, we did uh, this uh, mushroom kind of creme brulee flan. Uh, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> but I like, uh, it, it was me and this other chef, like, you know, we, we were paired up and it was like, we really couldn't think of nothing else. Like, I mean, you know, 
that's just like you're you're scrolling through your phone. You're like, where where can I find? Who, nobody has mushrooms in anything. Like for yeah. Um, uh, but you have yes, yeah, it's, it's time too. So um, you know, kind of like a barbecue event where you have to have it in by this time. So we had to have like our dessert in by this certain time. And you're and you're cooking right in front of all the people. So there might have been 400 people there that yeah. were watching, and they're watching us. You know, make this. And uh, I got beat by somebody that made mushroom ice cream. They made like a vanilla. They just ice gr- cr- they just grind it all the way yeah, down. Yeah, they grind it down yeah. and they had a, like a mushroom flavored uh, ice cream. I was thinking. I remember like, that's how I lost. We we lost that. We <laughs> that's lost that. That's pretty damn creative though. That was very great. I think. Well, you can. Make so would you talk about dessert for yeah. our uh, uh, for you know a smoked how how you gonna do a smoked dessert? But I mean, you could do like a well, smoked you just yeah pie the, or something. Like yeah, that. you could do smoked pie, smoked, cobbler, smoked bread pudding, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Smoke, but yeah, like I've seen some creative stuff. That's what's the power of like media now. Like right, you said the mushrooms. Like that, however long ago that was. Now you look, you can look up, and there's probably a million things out there that people put mushrooms in. Just this you know, was this was before Reddit, before yeah. That's what uh, I'm saying. This is a long time ago. Yeah, so you didn't have like you didn't have, like you just had to come up with some shit. Like yeah, it was still like the old old school Google bar. Like I mean, you, yeah. You, I'm thinking like grind, you know, puree it all the way down and then put it, mix it in like a a flour mixture and then make like a fucking like bread pudding or something, you know, with it in there or something where it's not like yeah, you know, so you, or like the ice cream thing. I guess would be cool, but yeah. Yeah, we did it. And I was like, it was, it was more. I guess it was more of a flan than a yeah, because uh, it's you know baked upside there down. Chunks the in there, yeah, it was chunks <laughs> in there. man. But you know what? We lost. I, I, I you know, I, I finished second though. Hey man, you when, made it to the final. Yeah, yeah, I made it to the finals. What was uh, y'all's other dishes? Like your main dishes? Man, main dishes. I think we did a, um, uh, we did some sort of uh, cream of cream of mushroom uh, that was, uh, it was uh, topped. Um, beef tenderloin okay you know so i mean you, you're talking we, we weren't like the super creative enough right. but like we, we made a good dish yeah it tasted good it, it tasted yeah. good and all that uh and then i think for the little appetizer was some sort of um it was mushroom like ground down real fine and then put back into the mushroom so we like uh, we made okay. like the mushroom we call it do sell double stuff mushroom, double stuff mushroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah uh with some cream cheese and stuff uh i mean that i remember the that because that was the final round I, I really can't remember the two rounds that led up into it but it was it was kind of like a you, you basically had if you made the final round the final round was on sunday so you started on saturday so you had to like you had to compete in like two different rounds on saturday right so you had early round and you yeah, had three to make it a sunday yeah. so uh god that was uh i've done that competition style and then i've done another competition style that is uh it's more of um it's one like they do for the fork downtown you know they do the uh, the the Louisiana Film Prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do like this big um, cook off where right. you know everybody has uh, everybody has to complete an entire plated right. meal right. by a certain time. Yeah. Uh, you know it could be. I think their their requirements one time it might be Asian food. Right. Like they just give you like the parameters. I've done a couple things like that, but that's as far as I've got in the competition side. But I really like the barbecue. It's so fun. The barbecue is so, so fun, dude. Yeah. Like I could, I could see where these guys just like, man, like Sweetie and his. They don't have no kids, right? Sweetie and his wife. They're, if they do, they're I, hell. I've never seen them. I don't know. I might be speaking out of turn. I don't know. But I know I, every damn weekend they're at a damn barbecue competition. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's that's. I mean, it's a lot of people don't understand how much work it is. It's so much work with little reward, but it, there's a lot of reward in the in the what you learn and the meeting people and the hanging yeah. out. It's like tailgate on steroids. Tailgate on steroids, because you you get to hang out and drink, and everybody's cooking. But 
everyone's actually competing so not everyone's getting fucked up you know it's not really a party it's more like a a hangout but then at the same time a competitive hangout you Mm -hmm. know so you're not trying to yeah you're 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 having a good time but you're you're holding you you're holding back just a little bit Mm -hmm. um because uh you you want to you want to get to that very last thing and i'm yeah you got to make it you got to make it man you got to you got to have a good team um, and depending on how many meats you're cooking, like if you're doing something small where it's just like two meats and that's not that bad, it's not yeah, crucial. But if not, you're, prep, you're somebody's prepping this while you're, you know, while you're making sure the ribs got enough, you know, Every, yeah. water well, on them while they're, while they're going. Yeah, I mean, it, it, everything's down to the minute. And I don't think, I, I how, think. People, how are they on um, weather permitting? Is it like uh, all these barbecue events? Is it. Dude, most they, of them it's just like, they dude, do it unless no it's what? fucking, yeah, I mean especially experienced like pitmasters like ours out here we're rolling it yeah. we're rolling it unless there's a tornado we're rolling the damn <laughs> yeah. thing if it's raining oh well, unsafe, we're yeah. doing it yeah, yeah we're doing it because uh you're out here you you figure it out <laughs> yeah well, that's, what, that's what i was thinking because it's an all weekend thing um, yeah like you talk about him uh you plan your weekend around it so i mean you're you know you're traveling you know you might be traveling you know 100 200 miles or whatever it is but you know it's it's not like it gets rain delayed and you know pushed back it's either like a it's a rain or shine event i guess yeah most of the time now as far as the patrons coming out like a lot of those things like that yeah they may not you know the, yeah. not so many may not show up or whatever but as far as like the pit masters you we're gonna do this damn thing you know yeah. like i'm not what well, if you scared of some fucking rain you need to stay at home bro this <laughs> you 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 figure it out <laughs> you figure it out if you can't cook in the, if you can't cook in the rain you don't need to be out here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that's going to be the, the real fun part about us moving forward with having a uh, a trailer with everything mm-hmm. on it. Because it, I couldn't imagine, like, like if we had done that last year and had to even set up in the rain. You're talking like, I mean, you know, I said it took six hours to do yeah. everything. Everything took off the trailer, yeah. you know, uh, set up and all this. Now we're going to be kind of plug and play. A little bit which yeah is, it would be a little bit a little little less stressful because we yeah. had three trucks rolling in with stuff slammed in i mean it's just i mean that's how you start though we're bare yeah. bones it man we, nah. were, we were the most riggedy set up down there <laughs> yeah, they had some they had some million dollar rigs that's too. nice that's some yeah. nice shit man not only that they built out their um uh their tents their tents their tents are fucking 10 20 30,000 build outs yeah. just for just for two days with stairs that go up with catwalks Scaffling, that go over the fucking, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, dude. Yeah, like uh, with the uh, railroad cars that were out there that you would just like literally, they would drop a railroad car yeah. and full of all their gear. Yeah. You're like, where are these people going up with this dude, stuff? They, they, don't, they don't, I mean, there's spare no expense and stuff like that. But I mean, hell, you see tailgaters the same way. It's been that kind of oh, way. Yeah, spend yeah for like fellows you gave, yeah, you know, college football games. 150000 on the rig. Mm-hmm. And then they're out there spending another, you know, 10 grand in product and hanging out and just disposable. Yeah, yeah they income. pull up and the rig looks like a transformer yeah. Yeah. comes out. It's got you got slides all that to sit in the parking thing. lot and drink beer you know what i mean like shit all this to just sit out there and and cook some damn meat you know but it, i don't know there's something about it man it uh the bug bit me a couple years ago when brian and i did our first one and uh since then man it's been it's been awesome you know but i went a different route like i it bit me but i didn't want to do competition i was like i want to do this for business Mm-hmm. So you got to take a different move when you do that. You can't. Yeah. You're doing all the competition cooks all the time. It's hard to. You can't control. That's both. that's why I mentioned Sweetie because my hats off to that dude because he runs a successful business. Yeah. And he's winning barbecue competitions too. That's yeah. fucking hard to do. You know because right. you, if you're open for business every day and the weekends you got to have a ironclad team to make sure your product's going out on the weekends while you're gone on point and then you got to show up and 
run point on that comp and make sure you finish you know top five yeah, top or you're three. sending you're sending the people out with all of your gear to the to the competition side and you're working the restaurant back here and yeah. then all of a sudden you you run out on saturday when all your stuff's put together and prepped up yeah and, you know it's, you you're kind of the finisher i guess but there's still that's that is a lot yeah i don't want to do that i don't want to do that <laughs> i don't be i'm one or the other you know what i'm saying Every, occasionally do the comps mm-hmm. but run the business on a day-to-day but i mean that's what we're doing it's fun too man so with all of ours so with you down here now on, on what i you'll consider our block so we've got a great assortment of food because i mean i've got the the gumbo the po' boys um the crawfish macaroni that's kind of my bojack stable oh, yeah, yeah, dude. um you got sugar show right down here that does you know anything sweets um uh, then you've got frozen pierogi with the steaks and the oysters and the daiquiri um you got you got uh my chef's table which is you know it could be anything from higher end uh you know uh, prime rib we do dinners that you know involve you know you know basically whole alligators and yeah, all this big tomahawk steaks yeah, steaks, and yeah. nice so, so we have asking yeah how about that shit, and then yeah. uh, and now you're down here with your smoker so yeah dude. yeah we're uh we've got basically all all food base covered on uh on this end yeah all the good stuff got the good stuff <laughs> nothing yeah. fried nothing, nothing fried, fried bro. That's, that's crazy isn't it everything's uh, off the fire bro like nothing's fried down here that is crazy and people don't realize that too. Everyone thinks Louisiana food fried, covered, and smothered. But um, yeah. down here, if you really look, if you break down every menu, it's all like fresh ingredients and good, good, good stuff. It's not like you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. you have some stuff that's a little more, you know, it is carb full or whatever. But still, you you got some stuff that. What's awesome about y'all stuff is you creating all that shit off the food truck, and then yeah. bringing it in in brick and mortar, and then still, you know, creating something that's fresh. Yeah, speaking of food truck, I passed it this morning coming in, and um, uh, we're in the middle of a snowstorm right now. Yeah. Right? So uh, for everybody that, that that's not from this area. Um, this is this not. Is, this is very rare for us. Very it's rare. like every couple of years we get some yes. snow. Yeah, get some snow. And, and this year it happened to be um, a little bit of ice, probably three inch, two inches of ice. And then the snow came, and so it just covered everything. And I look out at the food truck, man, and you could just see the the ice build up on top and on the sides. And I was like, thank God I'm not having to go to work on that thing today. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, because uh, you know, there, there was times we had to, you know. Well, we were, we'd be loading that thing up with gumbo and jambalaya and going to, a, a, you know, somebody's party or uh, usually if his you know this time of year we'll be going to like a crawfish bull but you can't find crawfish this, this time of year yeah right now but um uh, we'd be going we'd be going somewhere on that food truck all the time but now i just got to look over it i said man thank goodness i want to get on that <laughs> we, we didn't have no ac we didn't have no uh no heater the only the only heat you got was off the grills yeah so i couldn't imagine having to go work on that thing standing today. over a boiling pot or that yeah. flat top and uh-huh. you oh, get that, some heat so, on that thing uh yeah so we're we're fortunate that we're uh, this morning um but yeah it's i would say every couple years we get one of them good good solid snowstorms and we're in the middle of that right now yeah i mean i think it's gonna actually melt today but we've had it's so funny too because dude these people cannot drive it's so funny like i was messing with what drove the kids the other day i was like come on let's jump in the truck we'll go do some donuts and stuff they're like oh my god you know like but yeah. these people like they don't know how to drive and there's like and it's bad here too because uh, people are like it's a different cold it's, different. it's just people aren't used to it it's, and then we don't have the means of like fixing all the roads to make sure they're super navigable when there's yeah. an inch of ice on the road you know what i mean 
I'm with you on because I was driving back from New Orleans. Actually, we were driving back from Baton Rouge uh, when the when the storm was really coming through um, a couple of days ago, and driving once it's once the once the storm is hit and you're and it's on the road, it's completely different than when it very first starts. Yeah. Because you know the road goes from being like thirty degrees to all of a sudden it's twenty degrees. Yeah. All of a sudden it's fifteen degrees and it's sleeting and it's mixed snow, and there's eighteen wheelers that are slid off the side of the road, yeah. jackknifed, and you're just kind of like navigating your way up the mm-hmm. road between these people that like, and you say they, you say they don't know how to drive. I mean, I, I'm sure these eighteen wheelers just oh they know well, how to drive. yeah it's just like they're, well, they're no, not I'm, used to and I'm not used to it. yeah so you're I'm, not used to it so you gotta had, be you gotta had be mine in, had mine in a little four wheel drive yeah. and I was I was kind of cruising along and uh, then all of a sudden you get to a icy patch and you know I would slide and I'm like holy shit I hope the car behind me gives them enough time yeah and you know, they would start sliding that's and the pro- would, that's the problem I so what'll happen is that people that's the problem it's just like the people that get wrecked in the rain like you can't drive your vehicle the same way conditions yeah. have changed you can't ride somebody's ass and if they stop you can't slam on your brakes because you're gonna slide right into them you know what i mean like that's the, the thing people don't understand is like you don't you don't slam on your brakes you let you you let your car correct you don't you don't accelerate too quick because you're gonna slide you don't brake too quick because you're gonna slide you know like <laughs> even this morning coming in um there was because now we're into that the sun has melted majority of the snow off mm-hmm. but you still have the ice layer mm-hmm. underneath um, there was four or five cars in the ditch uh, that were just waiting for tow trucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, those several hours ago when I was coming in, and I was like, I was like, man, I just, I, I fortunately didn't have to get out. Um, <laughs> I wasn't considered an essential worker to have to <laughs> to get out when it was when it was really bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, for those that did, I'm I'm hope they all made it safe. Well, I mean, and, and there's people in other states and other areas listening, watching this, or laughing at us. Like they deal with this shit every single day. Yeah. But if you do deal with it every single day, you know how to deal with it. You figure out how to deal with it. But like for us, we don't get it often enough. So when it does hit, it kind of shuts everything down for a did day. You or see two. all the uh, the cars because this is a uh, a national uh, storm. Like storm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Chicago, Detroit, maybe uh, that had all of the. The cars that are, uh, you know, plug in. The electric cars, yeah. Electric yeah. cars. Yeah. All their uh, all their batteries were dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, obviously, it's cold. It makes our battery die. Yeah. But you know, our little small, you know, uh, what probably uh, six by two battery. Yeah. It's going to charge a heck of a lot quicker than one of those. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. One of those things. And I don't, yeah, I don't know what the metrics are on that. And I don't even. I'm sure Tesla has that all figured out or whatever. But I don't know. These people, I guess, I have absolutely no information on this, but I would assume that the charging rate's slower um, when they're that cold, because I mean yeah. that's just how it is with, with anything like that. But also, the battery life's probably lower too, mm-hmm. and they probably just weren't ready for that because they've been driving it in you know regular conditions, good conditions, yeah, yeah. good working conditions. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's and zero all of a sudden they hits, yeah, they get hit with something they haven't dealt with in that that type of vehicle yet because it's new. Right, you know, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> Same situation. You can't you can't drive it like you do on a normal day. It's different. It's different. I uh, I I didn't know if that was you know how big of a story it was, but just to uh, everybody in the everybody who's ever driven has walked out to their car and tried to flip it over and heard that click oh, before yeah, you know yeah. when you're like, "Oh dang, now you gotta get the jumper cables," yeah. or you know you gotta bring your wife's car. There ain't no jumping that thing off. That's what I was gonna say. There's no jumping that thing off. That's your, if that's your main 
form of transportation. I guess yeah. you're just like calling the boss man and be like, hey, I, yeah. I can't make it. I got to wait on this thing to charge for five hours, <laughs> you know, to, to get 100 yeah. miles or whatever it is. Yeah, this this snowstorm is crazy, though. Um, I say we've got another one that's, that's backing up behind us, but it's not going to bring us any rain. But they said all the, the rest of the people around the country, they get some, some nasty weather. It uh, is. Yeah, it is crazy. Out. The biggest thing here is like, I guess, man, it just really is trees down and power lines yeah. and the way we're just how not, long, how long have you lived down here in uh uh basically north louisiana, louisiana my whole yeah. life okay yeah my whole life so i mean i've been in other areas i've worked in north dakota pennsylvania those areas that are like that, that laugh at us for you know these yeah. sm- inclement quote-unquote weather conditions for a day or two a season you know but um so i've seen a lot of that shit but yeah here it's been uh it's just whenever we just get ice, man. We get the ice, yeah. and then it fucks the, I, the roads. It messes with the, the wrecks and you, trees down, power lines. You know, I've lived in the Dallas area. I've lived in the New Orleans area. I've lived in the Houston area. You know, places that are real heavily trafficked, mm-hmm. and like these little storms that you know we talk about here. Yeah, you put that over there. It's just a man. It's a log jam. Oh yeah. And it's it's crazy to think that uh, um, you know everything's elevated. Yeah. All the new new roads all are built. Everything's all the passes. Yeah. Everything. So we're fortunate here that yeah we get a little bit of this. You can go drive around. You can take your kids and go you know pull around yeah. the neighborhood. And, you know it's I, I did the same thing. Well, I I just drove the neighborhood and saw all the neighborhood kids <laughs> doing little sleds. Yeah, sleds and sliding with their um, uh, inner tubes. Well, it's um, cool to see them out doing something. It was kind of, you know, like, because most kids most would be inside doing their shit. You yeah. know, and now it's like they're stuck at home. They're bored of being with the whole family at yeah. home. And you, your little neighborhood, you're, you're not too far away from me, but it's there's a lot of families in that neighborhood, too. Oh, man. yeah, dude. It, so it, there's a lot in my, in my neighborhood, too. So they were, you know, kids, like, literally uh, would have... Uh, you know, some sort of trash can lid, and they would have their dog leash, and the yeah. dog was out sprinting, and they were running around. It's like, I was like man, that's, it was kind of cool to see that because uh, a lot of kids use some. And even just on a regular day-to-day basis, I know there's a ton of families in my area, but it's like you don't see them out playing like that. No, nah, they're not like shooting baskets, and it was you know, yeah. Uh, so it was kind of cool to see that when with this when the snow come through that they're all out. Yeah, you know, horsing around. Yeah, man. Because we used to do that as kids. I mean, oh yeah, we used to do. We find whatever we could do. Well, I mean, you just didn't have a, you didn't have the form of internet or entertainment, so it's like you got you might have watched TV or played a video game, but it wasn't like yeah. it is now. You couldn't get locked into it for hours I, and hours and hours. I can remember when my neighbor first got that Nintendo. Remember the, the original? Yeah, yeah, the one you had to like blow in the games yeah. to get it to work. <laughs> yeah, um, and he was the only kid on the block, so. Uh, he was like the most popular kid. Duck there. Hunt had Duck Hunt, Duck on Hunt. Fucking, uh, yeah. <laughs> over there. So it was uh, it was one of those, you know. Oh man, we we'll go over here and play this game, play this game. Um, but his mom was one of those. She didn't want you to. Uh, he he only got to play like so many so many hours of the game. Yeah. And so like, if you weren't like in line to go over and get to play the game. You know, my mom, we didn't, we weren't buying, she wasn't buying us. Yeah, we weren't getting systems. And, you know, I think all the other little, uh, neighborhood kids, like, I think their parents were the same as me. They're like, we don't believe in that. You know, get you a fishing pole and go out there and, uh, you know, go, go get dirty. Yeah. Uh, but we always wanted to, man, we always wanted to go in there and play that game. So I, I understand the kids these days now because it's so accessible. Yeah. Everybody's what, got yeah. one. So it's, it just locks them down longer. But Every, yeah. every five, six-year-old has a, you know, 
tablets, yeah, tablet and all that. It is, it is cool though. It's cool to when something like that that's different. It excite excite them enough to kind of activate that. Oh, they're yeah, they're still a kid. Yeah, they're still they're still into doing shit like this. You know, did y'all uh, did y'all get out in the snow? Did you just take them in the truck? Oh yeah, we just went in the truck and stuff, and uh, didn't do much. Uh, they played out in the snow with the kids and, the, and yeah, all in the man. I just I, 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 I tiptoe around, man. I'm 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 getting to that age where like <laughs> hey, one, dude. one good fall. Look, I'm not one gonna good lie. fall might take me all the we way down. We were in like, Colorado like <laughs> three years ago. Um, my wife and I and some friends, and um, I think it was three years ago. Yeah, it was about three years ago. And we had been there for three or four days, probably next to the last day we were there, and it was like this everywhere. Roads were shutting down. It was so bad up there, though. And when roads yeah. shut down there, it's a lot worse, right? Yeah. We were in Colorado Springs. and um, for our Temperature every day was like eight. Um, the good snowstorm was coming in, but snow and ice had already been on the ground. And we were elevated up on the side of a mountain on, in this Airbnb. Well, we had to get to our vehicles to leave. So we were, I think we all piled up in ours because it had enough seats for everybody. But I was, I'd walked back and forth a million times, but I was walking to it. And, dude, I slipped and busted my ass. But the way I landed on my hand, I caught myself. Because you don't prepare to fall like that, and you don't know which way your fucking feet are going to go when you do fall. They go this way, that way. So you really, there's no falling gracefully. No. You like, do like a jujitsu throw or something. You can kind of like, oh, I'm going to land on my shoulder or whatever. But, like, so you don't really know which way you're going. And, uh, dude, I landed on my wrist, and, dude, it fucked my arm up, like, working out and stuff and whatever. I had problems with that for, like, a year and a half. It, I finally don't have any issues with it, but, dude, just from that little fall, you know, <laughs> I slipped and busted my ass right in front of everybody. They were like, oh, shit. And I was like, dude, it's cool. You can laugh. Yeah, you can laugh I mean, it is what it is. Oh, I was, uh I, I don't fall gracefully either. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm... I, for for the for the people that don't know, because I'm always sitting down over here, but I am I am six four, two three sixty. I'm shaped like a weeble wobble. Like I mean, but I got size fourteen shoes. I'm always tripping over. Uh, one of the one of the best falls that I've had recently was uh, me, you, and um, we'd rented that Airbnb. Yeah. And I fell in them bushes, and it took like three of y'all, like three big guys, like to get me out of the bushes. Uh, well, who were those? That was Gino and. Uh, oh, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and, when we were uh, during COVID. It was during COVID. Yeah, and we just wanted yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. Just rent an Airbnb <laughs> yeah. and go drink a. It was a fucking hailstorm. We had a hailstorm. Yeah, a hailstorm yeah. and go yeah. drink a couple bottles of tequila. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, sat around a little campfire. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know, it might have been 12 o'clock, 1 in the morning. I'm extremely particular when it comes to my vehicles, and I only recommend those who are the same way. That's why I always recommend SBC Autos. They take pride in their inventory, from badass four-wheel drives, clean classic cars, and even your everyday grocery getters. They have it all. No hassle, no BS, sbcautos.com. Hey, it's time to go in. <laughs> and uh, I tripped over my own feet and ended up in some uh, head first into some... <laughs> spiny ass bushes yeah and it took it took three of y'all big guys to get me out yeah uh and i'm laughing the whole time i remember it like it's yesterday just <laughs> cracking up and they're like oh man you all right you know uh picking uh uh pointy leaves out of my eyes and i'm like i'm like oh yeah no we're fine we're fine but yeah i don't i, I don't fall gracefully at all so like i respect the shit out of this ice yeah yeah, you got to, man. You got to. I, that, that I, stuff's dude, not, it's, I, it's easier to drive on for me than walk on, I think, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it just even, even when I pulled up next to the curb here, uh, when I was you know coming to the podcast, um, it's like that the curb, everything's kind of melting on the flat spots right now. 
but like you kind of get to the little curbs in the shaded area and those are the ones that'll get you man yep. so like i step out with one foot and i could just tell i was a little uneven so I, <laughs> I stuck both feet out and like grabbed the oh shit handle to get me out there's probably people laughing at me down there but i don't care oh, but shit. uh now we uh uh, we don't get this kind of weather very much, so uh, fortunately, yeah, I'm, I I would not. Uh, I, I I like the cold weather. Don't get me wrong. People are like, oh, I'd rather it be you know uh, 115 degrees than it be you know 20 or 30 like it is. You know, well actually it's 17 degrees out there right now. Yeah, uh, they're like they'd rather be that hot. Um, I can I can dig the cold, but the cold with the wet. I love it, dude. I love, I love the cold. I love it. Um, but uh, you mix this this ice and, yeah. and rain in with us. I ain't too about I it. I love how at night when you look out, and I guess we don't get to experience this much, but at night when you go outside and you have all that snow on the ground yeah. and then the moon's reflecting off the snow yeah. and everything's bright you don't need yeah. lights you can just look and see yeah. like the whole neighborhood or so field or whatever i like that shit that shit's like and everything's quiet you know i like so that shit you've been in my house so uh yeah. i back up to the pond and then on top of the pond uh there's kind of some rolling hills that go back there yesterday when the sun was setting um it was setting over those hills in the pond still has like ice all on the outside of the edges and i don't think it froze all the way to the middle but it looked like a it looked like a rainbow on the ground yeah when the sun was coming off and hitting it and i was like man that's pretty damn cool but um <laughs> uh it's still it's still cold i was looking at it from oh, the yeah, inside for sure yeah I, I was looking from the inside of my house you know looking out at it i was like i ain't trying to be out there i fucking cold plunged this morning it was uh Did you? it was eight degrees and i i don't know what the water temp was i didn't measure it but yesterday it was like 13 degrees and the water temp was i think it was like 38 this morning it had to be lower than that probably like 34 35 i'm sure a little yeah. colder but because it's it's not gonna get much colder than that because it's warming back up every day in the sun you know so but i mean yeah dude it was fucking cold this morning did y'all turn your uh your heater on on your on your pump no that? you can't run it you can't run a heater right now because it's too cold outside yeah. so it has to be like 60 degrees or warmer outside to get your heater to, heater. to activate because it uses the air around it uses okay. it's like a mini split it's not like a ga if you're running gas yeah you can get as hot as you want it but that, that would suck too much fucking heat yeah that's me i've, I've been running the heat just to keep oh, my fuck. well i keep that water temperature up above um 55 yeah okay yeah so you're not you're not trying to keep it no 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 i'm not, not trying to keep yeah, but i just trying to keep I'm, from freezing want to up. keep freezing up yeah. the, all that pool equipment all that yeah but dude. you you do that that cold plunge in the morning don't you and then you and yeah dude so i'll do that for three you, minutes and you'll get in the the hot tub and i get in the hot tub for like 15 to 20. it depends on how early it is i might only get there if i'm in a hurry i might only get there like five minutes but i'll get in there and chill kind of get my body temperature back that low. makes your makes your joints feel good it's dude i don't there's a million things that they have on this and that's why we got to get our setup here where i can start fact checking more of this stuff but there's <laughs> there's a lot more information like uh you know the 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 brown fat to white fat conversion stuff the uh the heat shock protein thing yeah the therapy muscle ther therapeutic properties all this shit but for me i've noticed recovery wise it's helping me when i wake up i'm like all tight and shit and things are popping and you know and then i do this and then i get up and i'm just like whew, ready to go it's like i can go hit a fucking i can go hit a run and go to workout or whatever right after i just like the way it makes me feel in the morning and it's before i have any fucking thing going on i do it before i eat yeah. like just wake up piss drink some water go well i know it's gotten a lot more popular with the the people being able to give it at their house yeah and all this but um i mean you can think back years years i, I know there's pictures of 
of like athletes. Oh yeah, all athletes. And the uh, ice bath and locker ice room. Bath. Yeah, in yeah. The locker room. Yeah, that's like, all the way back to like forever. Yogi Bear or Mickey Mantle, like the pictures I bet you'll see them smoking a big cigar in the in the, in the ice bath, and you're yeah. like, so there's you know there's got to be some sort of proven that that you know if it's working for athletes now now it seems like it's is it's more common for. Um, people to have it at their house yeah a uh, buddy of mine actually his wife bought him one for uh for christmas was like his you know big big gift from her yeah. was uh was an ice ice bath i said how many times you use it he goes every day yeah i was like sweet you know that's um i it seems like it's if if it works on on all these different things yeah, i think it's i think it's just good for everything man but i mean who knows i'm not any kind of specialist but i know that i feel better when i do it than when i don't do it because there's i'll try to do it every fucking day and sometimes i miss but when I do miss, I feel worse. But it might be in my head. I don't know. But I think I feel. You still worse. you still training at the gym? You doing a lot of stuff at the yeah? We're still working gym? out like three or four times a week. Um, mm-hmm. Well, me and you just survived catering season. That I I wasn't getting but about two <laughs> fucking workouts a week for that, dude. That was smoking my ass. But like two. But now we're back yeah, to well, three welcome, or four. Welcome to your first year of the catering. Yeah, business, dude. <laughs> smoked my ass, dude. I was like working twenty hour days. But you know what? I appreciate it a lot more now. Yeah. You know. And it, it's always one of those, you know, you know what it's like to work that, you know, that month. Yeah. Um, and so that month is going to come around and 10 months from now. You better you, be ready. You'll be ready again. Uh, but could you imagine if you did that seven days a week? No. No, I wouldn't want to. That's why, I mean, yeah. I understand where people scale up and get teams and all that. But, like, yeah. that at that at that volume, I could imagine. And I, there's something mentally. Do you get? Do you? Because you deal with this all the time. Do you still get stimulated? You've done it for so long. So you still get mentally stimulated when you're like, "Oh shit, I gotta do this." Oh shit. Because for right. me, it, it it does something similar to working out for me. It's it's yeah. some type of stimulation that I enjoy. I don't, but I do. So for years, I would take on three, four caterings at a time. Yeah. And we would just be like, "Oh, well, we're here, we're here," and the mental breakdown of it is, it's not the able to cook the food it's the timing of getting this out at 6:15 here um this timing here and yeah it's all written down on a chart and it's you know this time has to be here um but you just you you can you can overdo it to the point where on a sunday you can't even like you, know, you can't think you can't just like because you're like oh shit i you know pulled it all off um but at the same time you're like on Sunday you want to be productive just as a person anyway so we started scaling them back a little bit and then you know we'll do we'll do two I can do like two at the same time yeah right now but uh before that we were taking on a lot yeah well I mean and, you're in a position now where you're not having to you're not starving you know what I mean but you're oh, starving you, no, you, you should get it you yeah. figure it out you do but it like and you also I've I learned a lot and I, I like with the barbecue thing I've learned a lot over the past few years but with the catering thing, I've learned a lot too. It's a lot less waste, a lot less um, tighter on prep for more freshness. Yeah. You don't want to start too early, but you also don't want to start too late. Too late. Mm-hmm. And so it, you find that fine line. To, and the, the the biggest thing is getting a customer a fresh product. And when you have to deliver it, that's hard. You gotta you gotta so, keep that in mind. You gotta keep everything at one temp, solid temp the entire yeah. time. It can't have big fluctuations. So you're into that spot where I. It was trying to get out of yeah. for the longest was the delivery side. Yeah, like I want I want all my stuff to kind of be down here now because you see my kitchens. I've got the hot boxes. I've got the the prep tables. 
um, but it's so hard to turn down a wedding for 400 people uh, at some place where you're like, all right, well, that's great money. I need I need that money. Yeah. You know, let me let me find a way to do that. Um, and then it's it's hiring extra people to help you that day to get things from here to there. And I've got an SUV or I got a Forerunner, and then usually it's another another girl, uh, Brittany. She has a, a Ford Escape or whatever. So like, how can I fit everything I need to take? Because we're driving, we might drive an hour. Yeah. How can I fit all the shit into these two cars? And we've got it down though. We got it yeah. down to where it's compact enough to where um, we can we can pretty much do it. But there was a time we might have four four rigs going out to like one person's thing, and I'm paying you know five different people to help me out. So at that same time, at that 400 people, I wasn't making no money. Um, well, that's what people don't understand too. They they don't realize they're like it's so expensive. Yeah. But it is expensive, but it's expensive because you're getting, especially, now look, there's a lot of catering that's not good. Like, and I've had, everyone's been at that wedding and the food was horrible yeah. and it's probably overpriced. But even still, the price you're paying is, it's, you're taking everything into account because look how big of a deal it is when the family cooks Thanksgiving. Yeah. And how much money they spend and all this prep they do for fucking 20 people. 20 people. Now we're taking it to a 200 scale. <laughs> if you keep that in mind, you think about it like, okay, I get it. You, all that work you did for that turkey and shit just for 20 people, you're doing this for 200. Right. You know, or 300, 400. And then you're trying to price it to where it's not too expensive, where you still make money, and where the quality of the product is You know, so it's like, that, those are all things people don't take into account. They're just like... Well, I, I ate hot. Uh, see if can get somebody for like eight dollars a head. I'm like, dude, no, I can get you a sandwich for that. Like, but you gotta do. We gotta prep all this. We gotta buy all this meat. Mm -hmm. Meat's fucking steaks, twenty dollars a pound. Fucking, yeah. you know, like porks. You know, eight. I mean, three fifty four dollars a right. pound. You know, just like you don't understand. Like, no, you can't get a meal for eight dollars. You know, like I'm sorry, but you can't even go to fucking McDonald's and get a meal for eight dollars. You want to get a meal for eight dollars that meat that I physically deliver to you. Make fresh for you and serve you. It don't work that way. I'm doing one um, uh, coming up, which is my favorite event because our favorite style event mm -hmm. because they give you the budget. They give you their budget yeah. and they say, "Hey, here's my budget. I've got this many people coming. What can you do for this price?" I do like and then, that. And then you send them, you send them the price, yeah. and you say, "I'm gonna do all this." And they say, "Hey, could we throw in?" an extra gumbo yeah. or something like that. And you're like, um, I can still fit that into your budget. Yeah. But at least you know their budget going in. That helps. That helps. And people are like, well, you could have got, you know, whatever. You got it cheaper or whatever. But no, like, that helps because now I can, now I know what my ceiling is. Yeah. Like, on quality. Yep. And product. So, like, okay, I'm going to get you the best thing I can get you. Here's what I know you got. Let me get you the best I can get you for that. And we'll break it down after that. Yeah. Like, hey, if you want to, yep. if you want to come in a little bit under then we can remove something that right. I, that I put on the list. Um, but those those are my favorite, you know, uh, consultations, I guess mm -hmm. you call them. Whenever you're meeting with somebody and they say, hey, here's my budget. I don't want to go over this. Um, all of a sudden, a week, two weeks go by. They call and they say, oh, we have a little, we got some more people coming. Um, let's bump the pars up a little bit. Or you bump, a, let's, let's throw a, Let's throw some deviled eggs on there, yeah. you know. Just and so you're like, all right. So that that in turn tells me that they they know what kind of what kind of what they're going to get, and they're getting a little something extra. 
and they're not gonna be upset with the, with the price that I give them. Yeah. Um, but that man, it's so hard because they'll price out fifteen different people. Well, no. They'll come. They'll come to me. Yeah, they'll come yeah, to you. They'll yeah, come yeah, to yeah, this yeah, person. Yeah, they'll come yeah. to this person. Yeah. And especially when if I give them a per head price. Yeah. So if I say it's all right, it's gonna be fifteen dollars a head. All of a sudden, they come over to you and they're just like, well, I'm gonna do it for fourteen dollars a head. Yeah. And they go to somebody else. Well, everybody else is doing it for twenty five dollars a head. I mean, you're like, damn, we should have been at twenty five dollars a yeah, head. But at times we're like, we're like, all right, we know we. we but you know, you you know where your good margins price. are. You know, yeah, that's mm-hmm. where you got to be honest. And yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. I, what annoys me too is the wedding thing. Like they'll be like, well, we're gonna have one hundred fifty people. Well then, or say we're gonna have a hundred. Yeah. But they a lot of times it's always less, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's more. And if you <laughs> pay for a hundred, you're getting food. I'm and you're the same way. I'm reasonable to where I'm always gonna give you extra. Because I know shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some big old people there. They might eat some more. Like, mm-hmm. an oil field 100 is different than a, a fucking rehearsal dinner 100. You know what I mean? It's just different. And I know that. So, I'm going to price accordingly and I'm going to serve accordingly. You know? And the price will reflect the amount of food. But, like, with the with the wedding thing, they'll come in to like, well, I'm only supposed to have 100. But you have 120. Well, that's a big fucking difference. You know? Huge. So, it's like, if if you don't let somebody know then you're going to run out of food which is horrible on the party and the catering but it's it's not so that's dude that's where it gets weird and you have to be careful i've noticed and it it always comes back on us though yeah it's it's always our fault yeah it's it's well you got to have somebody to blame you're gonna blame the person you're paying paying (laughs) yeah especially in in weddings i mean they're they are they they spend some money. Yeah. So, you know, you, you kind of do the thing. You will work with them uh, to be like, all right, I want them, you know, this is their one special day. Yeah. And a lot of times it's that it's that guy. It's his daughter, man. Like, you, he he's like, I want everything to be, you know, go off, you know, perfectly. And so you, you're kind of under the gun mm-hmm. a little bit so wedding, like, weddings are hard weddings are hard to do is that is that your most stressful thing the wedding i would say they they used to be my most stressful 100 percent, because they're paying the best they're paying the top dollar mm-hmm. the things i would make the most money on that would be it's you have three hours to pull it off yeah um you can't screw it up because if the food's not there properly um then the first dance doesn't start on time. The first dance doesn't start on time. It backs the DJ up. Um, they've only rented the DJ for three hours. So somehow you got to feed them, yep. dance them, party them, get them out the door all within like a four hour time period. Yeah. And like, man, if you can't get them through a buffet line, if it takes them two hours to get to a buffet line, you know, the dad's going to be pissed. He's going to be looking over you like, oh, we're. You know, there's two people going through the buffet line, and so you just got to figure out different ways. You know, double lines and this and yeah. that. But it is uh, does it does make you the most nervous. And then forgetting something, like you know, for instance, I was working this wedding that was uh, it was in like Frisco, Texas. Okay. Like we went all the way over Frisco because they don't have any like real Cajun right. spots over there. So we were in a barn. It was me and Bo, and we're doing all this stuff. I got. I got my notes. I got everything, man. We got it all out here. We got it all out here. Well, the one thing we forgot was freaking red beans and rice. Oh. And we're uh, uh, Frisco, Texas from here is yeah. about three and a half, yeah. three and a half hours, four hours away. It wasn't like I'm just going down and red beans and rice isn't something you can just make. And you like, can't just go grab it at uh, the fucking Super One. It, or it, or it, there's not, there's not that over. That's not no. there. 
Um, and guess what? That was what the daughter who was getting married oh, and, the, and the guy who's paying for it is her number one thing she uh, wanted was red beans and rice. Dude. Guess what I forgot? Red dude, beans and fucking what'd you rice. Do? Oh, but I just, it literally, I think we, we begged for forgiveness and uh, I think we, you know, we obviously knocked some money off their thing. Uh, they had lots of other food, though. Right. I mean, they had, they had gumbo, jambalaya, they had jambalaya, yeah, yeah. they had some po' boys, they had mm-hmm. some, they had, they had food. Um, but the one thing that the daughter wanted was free, probably the one reason, maybe the one reason why they picked us was for the red beans. Did you rice. ever? Did you ever? I forgot, uh, I forgot the red beans. Did you rice. ever talk to them afterwards? Did you give them like, hey, come back over here and get some. Was that uh, yeah, the we gave, was yeah, we gave them. Uh, the restaurant wasn't open, oh, yeah. um, but we had the the small one on Cross Lake. Yeah. So we had the little small uh, bistro, and uh, you know we give them some gift certificates and stuff. But uh, hopefully, maybe they'll maybe they'll see this and be like, hey. Um, They're coming to get their red beans yeah, and rice. Hey, come on. <laughs> Peanut doesn't forget y'all. Uh, I'm so sorry about that, uh, that I forgot your red beans. I mean, it was, it was a big event, too. It, it, happens, like three, it was like 300 people. It happens, and that's another thing people have to be keep in mind. It's like, you're doing this. It's going to happen. And hopefully it don't happen to your event, but it's going to happen, man. Everyone's I human. Mean, you know, I, I could have forgot the pineapples or you know something like that. Something, something that, wasn't, hey, that wasn't the, yeah. the daughter's number one thing that she wanted, and probably the whole reason why they booked me for yeah. the entire thing was for the red beans and rice, and I, and I, I screwed the pooch, but but yeah. hey, you you hopefully fingers crossed you won't have to go through that. Well, it happens, man. Like I, yeah. I forget stuff on prep all the time. Yeah, I forget like one thing, and I'm like, fuck, I got to run here and get this. You know, yeah. that all that happens to me never fails every single time. Yeah. Even if I make a list, even if I load stuff up the day before, yeah. every fucking time I forget something. And it's not always the smallest thing too, like some type of you know whatever addition or something. You know, I'll just or some ingredient, key ingredient. I'm like, motherfucker, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> and then you're you're in the in you're in the kitchen. Yeah, and, and you're, you're in there like prepping it all. Bitch, and I gotta stop what I'm doing and go like <laughs> that happens and it never fails. But it's just one of those things, man. When you're especially when you're trying to do stuff remotely and move here and do there using this kitchen but delivering this here dropping this off here setting up here to prep this you know yeah. shit's gonna happen you're gonna lose something in the in the mix but uh yeah dude it's been it's been wild that that i i can honestly say i've done a lot of i was in look i was in oil and gas i worked on a fucking workover rig if anybody's in oil and gas they know what that is and it's horrible it's the worst probably thing you can start <laughs> off on that next to a shove, snubbing unit's probably the worst things you can do one of the most dangerous jobs in the oil field in my experience because i damn near died four or five times like <laughs> really and so i've done a lot of different manual labor worked at sawmills growing up since i was 13 years old i've done a lot of manual labor but that this past catering season was the most mental taxing and uh, sleep deprived i've been in in my all my life because of fucking barbecue <laughs> i'm barbecue and so it's the catering's hard in itself and doing all the preps hard but then you add 12 hours to every single right. prep it just it fucking smokes your ass dude mm-hmm. it really does so uh yeah i've i've learned some cheat codes and ways to maneuver along the way and, and well deserved that's for sure but also it's going to help me in the comp prep i think too i think it's yeah. going to help me you know or help our team you know there so we'll see and little, so little shortcuts, not, but not not sacrificing any quality at all. Just some little, yeah. you know, cheat codes, I guess. On my on my food truck, before we had our a little spot that we were cooking, um, uh, like I said, over on Cross Lake, mm-hmm. we would, um, you know, we'd be we'd be boiling pots of gumbo, 
at just random people's house. I'd be like, man, y'all got a really nice kitchen over here. Can I come? <laughs> can I come make like uh, I don't know, uh, twenty five gallons of gumbo because mm-hmm. I got a, a big event coming up. Um, because I couldn't do it on my little small thing at my uh, on my food truck, uh, so I need a spot to go uh, cook you know larger things. And so, you know, we were broke. We didn't have, you know, our, the places we were living didn't have very nice stuff. So you find, like, oh, somebody has a, has a really good setup in their kitchen. Man, let me go over there and see if they'll let me cook there. Because, you know, gumbo's not a, that's kind of like cooking barbecue. So Yeah, so if you're doing gumbo, it right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you're doing it the right way. You're, it's going to take you six, yeah. hour, uh, yeah. six hours as compared to, you know, 12 hours. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's going to take you a while to get to you, your flavors all right and this and that. Same thing with, like, red beans. And so... Um, I would have a big event. I might be cooking stuff at two or three different people's houses, and I'm I'm running back and forth, you know, trying to get it all done and get it all chilled down, you know, correctly, uh, so I can take it to the event. Um, so I understand what you're talking about, where you might be barbecuing at your house, which is 15 minutes away. Yeah, you're from smoking, here. Yeah, smoking like, on the rig there. Well, then, like, well, yeah. like I'm saying from from here where yeah. the re- where our restaurants are now, and then you come down here and you're doing some prep work, in the chef's table kitchen, and then you're having to run back out. You have to check on your barbecue there. You say, "Oh shit, I forgot some." Now you got to run to the store. Um, the time that it takes to get to the store, and I well, mean, it, you, you waste you can waste the whole and you you, you can waste like an hour is detrimental. An hour is detrimental. Wasting fifteen minutes sucks. Yeah. An hour is like fuck. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a lot, man. It, it really is a lot. Uh, it's gave me a new appreciation for it, but it it's still I get extremely mental mentally uh, stimulated from that in a good and bad way. I think. Yeah. Like, I'm like, whew, I'm glad it's over, but now I'm rolling that into all the other things we're rolling out at the beginning of the year. So, like, yeah. all the energy I built up there and figured out how to harness and release properly, now I'm, like, putting it in the new year. I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's go. So, it's not catering season anymore. Let's put this energy somewhere else. And that's it, it works in a very good way for you because you you know how hard it's going to be. Yeah. And you, and you yeah. know that it's like, all right. Next year, I'm gonna have more help next year for that, sure. There you go, for sure. And you, you, you know, leading into it, <laughs> yeah, you say, All right, well, I know what November and December is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you know that there's you, you're gonna, you're gonna make enough to have the extra hand, and the extra hand is well worth it because even if it's even if it's that extra hand that's running to the store now, yeah, to go, man, I'll need some more, I need some, uh, Barbecue sauce, yeah, whatever anyway. it be. Like, it's usually the little small stuff, like you yeah. said. Uh, to have that extra hand that's telling you you don't have to put down your knives, put down everything, and shoot over there. Um, it's just the extra body yeah. goes a long freaking ways. It really does. Man. It really does. <laughs> and, you, and your wife's going to help you, too. So, I'm excited, uh, yeah. She, she was yeah. able to help me a good bit this past year, but not, not full capacity. But right. next year, she'll be able to. And, and yeah, dude, I uh, – yeah – you have to you have to because you you're going to sacrifice quality if you try to do it all yourself yeah i mean you can only do so much so i think things i've learned this past season was on how much to that you can take on by yourself and mm-hmm. when you need to spin up help especially on a prep especially mm-hmm. for like a drop-off prep where you got to do 300 people yeah and you're like i got four hours to get all this shit together that mm-hmm. i've smoked now i gotta prep all the sides everything we got three or four hours get in hot boxes Get it there immediately. <laughs> Serve it. You know, not sacrifice I anything. I won't forget one of the first times you were uh, uh, 
you were prepping in my kitchen down there and I don't know whether it was uh may have been let's say it was green beans yeah you know canned green beans yeah so if you anybody that knows a, a big number 10 can you know um it you know they come in juice they come in water and y'all were trying to drain the juice yeah, off me. with the can <laughs> yeah. and like like hold the can lid. What we've been doing at the house, bro. Yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. like, I was like, all right, y'all. I was like, <laughs> how long y'all been doing that? I said forever. I was like, all right, well, I've got, I've got a pan done. It here. was baked beans. It was baked beans because you use well, your yeah, my, you use your baked beans as the base, and then you build your whole thing. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, well, I said I got a, a pan that'll yeah. drain that off. All you have to do is dump them in there, and it drains all the all the liquid off mm-hmm. that you need, and it holds your product. It's you know basically a strainer, and uh, y'all had never seen one before. <laughs> y'all were like y'all were like damn, like I'm talking about it's it. Little saved, things. Oh man, I'm talking about it saved y'all. Probably thirty minutes worth yeah. of uh, prep time in your thing, just by taking the 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 can and yeah. dumping it in yeah. and straining the stuff off that you need to strain off and keeping the good stuff. I was like, I was like, man, God, I I realized that was me, you know, fourteen years ago when yeah. I was getting started and I was washing washing pans in the front yard because there was nowhere else you can you know the house the house I was living in didn't have you know uh, the the two compartment sink was, you know, small, like it wasn't big enough to hold a full pan. So you're out there in the front yard with Don and you're, you're, spraying, <laughs> you're spraying the pans off in the yard. Hoping the health and, department don't come yeah, by or some I, shit. Like, <laughs> dude, everybody, everybody has to start up that way though. Yeah. Like, especially if you're in a food truck, like you, you can only control so many variants. The most important thing is the cleanliness and the quality, like making sure, you know, at least you were cleaning your fucking pants. You yeah, know what I mean? Like sure. no matter where it was at. Well, just like wiping them out. Yeah, you weren't just wiping them out and moving about your business. I think that's, and you'll you'll learn these other little things, mm-hmm. and it's the it's the hot boxes, the things that are uh, that are gonna grow your business to where. Yeah. And I hope, and you know, hope two years from now we're having a cool conversation like this on one of these podcasts, and you're like you're like can you you know it'll be one of those can you believe how far it's yeah, come no shit. since I can always say that now like I because mine is mine's the same way you know yeah. we started in 2017 was really our our first year of generating any kind of income 2015 was kind of like getting feet wet 2016 still getting feet wet we really didn't didn't generate any income income until 17 yeah and so look we've done that since 17 to now so you know a couple years from now seven you, years man yeah you seven never know. years of, of but yeah i mean it takes it takes a while and it th- it's always funny how everyone wants to get to that point but they don't ever want to talk about or look at the whole process and then you have people that are like well you gotta you know oh you gotta do this you gotta do this you gotta do this streamline streamline scale blah blah but yeah but you gotta there's a lot of fucking there's a lot of behind the scenes in the middle of the night Barely can stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> trying not to miss and cut your finger off, you know, like trying to figure this shit out. I think you and uh, uh, you and Bo, my business partner Bo, um, had a conversation. May have been two weeks ago. Uh, that both of y'all were just, I guess maybe, you know, were working on the same type project. Uh, it was. It had something to do with advertising. It had something to do yeah. with online. Yeah. And y'all were both awake, and y'all were texting each other back and forth at like fucking, uh, you know, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Y'all were sending text messages back and forth, and it's just those. Sometimes that side of your business doesn't 
it's not a nine it's to five. Well, it's, it's not glamorized. Well, it's not yeah. It's not. There's not a a certain time that you uh, that you make for promotion, or there's not a certain time that you make for. Uh, you know, Facebook ads and this and that. Yeah. So it might be one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, that's the only time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's yeah. it because yeah, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're dealing with the day to day, daily day, and, and if and you're, you're trying running, to add anything else or change anything or or make anything better, running you your do, normal business. Yeah, you got to do that outside of the normal. Run. And sometimes the best ideas don't come to you until midnight. Yeah, when everything's the noise stops. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I, I better jump on this right now because I'll get involved tomorrow and forget about it. So it's funny because, yeah, Bo talks to me all the time. He's like, oh, I was up all night doing this. I'm like, why are you up all night? I was like, it's because the best ideas come to you when you're like, you're either just, you kind of, you're, you're shutting your brain off. You're maybe watching some TV with your wife. Your kids are gone to bed. And all of a sudden it's like, damn, I got this idea. Yeah. And if you don't do it right then, it's almost like you lose it. Well, that's or, what I like about y'all. Y'all understand that, and I'm the same fucking way. Because I'll I'll be doing something at whatever time of the day, and I'll immediately call Bo, and he'll answer. But hey, what do you think about this? Blah blah blah. He's like, sounds good. We'll line it up. Blah blah. And then we're done. Like we we'll, we'll we'll reconvey on it, but it's both in our head now. But it's the same thing. I'll reach out to you, and it's about some cooking shit or something. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? This is you're like. Yeah, and then we go into a thirty-minute conversation. Next thing you know, we have a whole other fucking business model. And I was—it was just a fucking Tuesday. I was driving. You know what I mean, it's yeah. like, so driving to, like, you're going to get the kids. Yeah, it's like exactly. That. But I love it, man. I enjoy it, and I think y'all are the same way with that. So it makes it—it it makes it a lot seamlessly easier to um, to be involved with people that understand how your brain works, and that you're always looking for. Not—it's so, not so much the next opportunity. It's just the next. This the next route for growth. You know, in a good way. Yeah, to know uh, to know somebody that has has been in it and done it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does have a lot to do with that because you know surrounding yourself with people that uh, are in the same kind of field, I guess it yeah. would be. Um, you know, you like to cook, and um, I like to cook. Um, we hang out with somebody like you know uh, my buddy Brian, my general manager. He uh he he likes to cook. Uh, so we you know all of our all of our friends, our buddies, we all kind of have that mm-hmm. that that thing that we can talk about. Yeah, it's almost like the diehard sports fans. Yeah, diehard sports fans are always going. Hey, you know you watch the Red Sox game the other night and this and that. Um, you know I know that 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 you're not that huge into sports. Yeah, I don't just, know shit about it, football. Yeah, it <laughs> it's not your thing. Yeah, but like cooking, we we. Yeah, you I'll love talk to, about that shit forever. Love to do it, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about uh, whether it's you know better to cook a brisket to 290 degrees or it's better to cook it to 270 degrees. Yeah, and we can have a two-hour conversation about that. Yeah, where you know some people, uh, it's the the people in your circle that you just. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, the the thread of my pictures to buddy our buddies like Billy and and Brian and, mm-hmm. and Josh, whatever it'll be, it'll be photos of cooking some shit like brian last night sent me he had a fire going in his fireplace in his house and he was doing carne asada on a brick in his fireplace <laughs> and he sent me a picture i was like yeah. i was like what the fuck uh is your electricity out you know you need anything electricity out? he's like nah man i'm just you know fuck it <laughs> and i was like okay let's go i'm just making some carne asada <laughs> then he sent me back another picture of the skirt steak sliced up and it was like medium medium rare i was like hell yeah dude fuck it look it. good and he cooked <laughs> yeah. in his fireplace yeah yeah i was like that but that's our conversations you know or sending or billy will send me something he prepped or whatever and you you don't text that much so more we'll just call and talk about yeah, it or whatever but yeah 
it is fun that's, man it is that there's a side of that that's fun man and then uh that's that's where we connect and then me and bo connect on the marketing stuff bro and it's just uh it's fun to be it's fun to be down here in a this is a creative space like this whole block is a creative this space a lot of it right Everyone's even, doing something. Yeah, even you you walk up the street to the you know flying heart guys, oh, and they're they're always going. There's there's always something going there. Yeah, they're always in something, and everybody's yeah. looking, always looking to expand and grow, but not in a it's not in a get rich way. It's more like how can we involve more people, get more people doing stuff, and and generate more things for people to do. Like I don't know, it's weird. To, it's hard to explain, but yeah, for everybody that doesn't know where we're at. You know, come on down to the East Bank and yeah. check us out, man. Yeah. Because we uh we we kind of have a a good vibe. Um, it's weird. We're all kind of same age. Uh, you know, between us, uh, you know, Casey, uh, Flying Heart, yeah. um, the the guys over at the little Mexican food place. Like we have a, a, a entire block here of people that are just kind of self entrepreneurs, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you're you know, there's there's no. No corporate. There's nothing real corporate-y uh, that that's down here. Well, yeah, there's no franchise business. No franchise everyone's, business. Everyone's no mom and pop, man. And, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's re. I don't know. It's it's reinvigorated this area. Yeah, you know. I can see more stuff coming too. So, um, I've been hearing about some things that that possibly would be uh, one of those. Uh, food-wise, game changers. Yeah. Have you heard about? Um, you know what a Brazilian steakhouse is? This hearsay or is this? Is it's this, it's this hearsay. Happening. It's, it's hearsay. still it's still hearsay. Yeah, I love Brazilian um, steakhouse. Brazilian man. steakhouse. You get you some good picanha off the of, off the block. I mean, off the damn where they come around and chop skewer, it. Skewer, dude. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, and my then God. Uh, and then I've even heard, uh, and this was uh, through one of my purveyors that just said they had somebody interested, um, but um, you know one of the huge things in big cities is a uh it's called uh it's called hot pot so it's like a it's like an asian food asian korean inspired um you sit down at a table of four and each person has a boiling pot in front of them right and they come and dump the broth yeah you want spicy broth you want regular broth okay and then you cook they come and they set um they have like thinly sliced steak uh, pork, chicken, it all comes raw to your okay. table, and then you cook it in the broth, and you just eat it. Oh, okay, you cook yourself. Similar like a Korean barbecue setup, but but with with like yeah, it's called what's called uh, eat some hot uh, hot pot. Yeah. Um, huh. And the, have you heard about that one, Josh? Yeah. So they, there's rumors. Rumors are you know obviously rumors spread, but uh, I just I heard it through the grapevine that somebody was looking at some property down here to do uh, to do a hot pot, and I was like. Man, I can I can see I can see things like that working. Yeah, anything yeah. any kind of new concept in this yeah. area is, it seems to seems to thrive because everyone yeah. wants to support it and everyone here's wants to work together. You know, yeah. it's not a it's not a, a old school mentality. You're my competition down competition. here. Competition. Yeah, everybody just well treats together. Those, yeah, just come it's on. Like you, oh yeah, you want you want to drink here? You want to eat there? You want to go here? You want to throw axes there? Mm-hmm. You want to you know. You want to get some, you want some cookies? You know what? <laughs> what the fuck you want? You want, you want to come back here and get married? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that's also one of the things I, I think we have that there is not a lot of places that are designed like this in definitely Louisiana. Yeah, it's not. I'll say, it's I'll not. say definitely Louisiana. Um, uh, probably in this general area within three, four hundred miles um, is a 
it's a one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. We got the casino across the street mm -hmm. um, for the people that want to do the gambling, uh, and they and they have the best, some of the best hotel rooms. Yeah, because they have the money to to keep up with all the big hotel rooms. We have um, the restaurants that they provide the in the in casino restaurants the nice steakhouses uh stuff like that you come out of the casino and you come our way we have the, the open container block and then you have the uh basically the boardwalk which it's not a big draw but it's a draw enough uh, yeah. that it has uh some uh, some shopping and other kind of thing you know the ladies that want to at least go check out some shopping yeah they, they might not be but you know 20 stores down there but whatever you go down there and you do your little shopping and no i mean it's, uh, it's, it's a good tourist destination you got you got cajun cuisine cuisine you yeah. got you know your upscale dining cuisine you got the bakery you got axstone entertainment you got yeah. concerts in the back you got um Oh man, you got a brewery. We got Seventh yep. Tap about to open another brewery, another brewery down there. You got fine dining if you want Italian. You got little Italiano. You got mm -hmm. you got El Patio if you want Mexican. Like you literally have every food genre you want down here, mm -hmm. and um, and then you have things to do. You can walk to the casino. You don't yeah. have to. You don't have to drive anywhere. You can come in town, stay at the casino, walk everywhere walk in a safe environment. Yeah, or get, heavily, or get dropped off and just be like, hey, yeah, Uber, to Uber ride yeah. to Uber, Lyft, whatever. We we have them all. Yeah, we, and you, heavily police and security security down. Like, so you don't have to. I mean, have you seen the new casino going in? <clears throat> the Texas Live concept. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't. I saw y'all well, talked it's about. Live, it. It's called Live by Lowe's. Right. Okay. Um, and they bought the one that's uh, down the street, mm. um, which isn't quite walking distance from us, but it is still not far. I mean, it's, it's, it's a it, half a mile. It, half a mile. Yeah. Uh, which is half a mile. In, in It'll be walking di distance in the next five years if everything develops that develops, way. Yeah, you know? correct. Um, but, man, it is. Uh, they have some really huge ideas. And we just did their groundbreaking uh, about a month ago. Yeah. Um, they did the, the groundbreaking, uh, brought everybody in from all over. Uh, they were in town from uh, Pennsylvania to California. I think they there was everybody comes. And they were super excited about getting this close uh, to Dallas, Houston, and New Orleans because it's a, a really big. They've got a huge concept that's yeah. going to be. It's going to look sharp, uh, which I, which I like that. I mean, it's you you think oh it's another casino. Yeah, but, um, but that's good that you have that mentality because most people are like, oh, that's competition for our entertainment. No, the, it's yep. not, man. It's it's everyone cohesively blends. Yeah. I want them to come over. I, yeah. want, I want people to to drive into town and say, "Hey, I want to go check out that new casino because we're, um, you know, half mile away." Yeah. They're going to say, hey, "Let's go check that place out yeah. too." Um, but then it's uh, it's the growth that's coming uh, coming to our area. Uh, they're finally fixing our our highway out here. Yeah, it's going to be a while, but it's, it's getting fixed too. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's stuff's happening around here. Finally, it's just taking a while. Yeah. You know, there's a decline for a long time. A lot of people have a lot of bad things to say, but. Hell, I wanted to leave for a long time, and I decided to stay. You know what I mean? So I'm here, bro. I'm in it. Let's, I'm in it to. We in it to win it. That's it. Hey, that's yeah. uh, uh, the, we call it the the long game. Yeah, um, it's definitely definitely the long game now that um, we're uh, that we're not just on a food truck anymore. <laughs> because when you're on a food truck, you're like, all right, yeah, we're gonna do this for a little bit. You know, obviously, 
some things come in fads and some things come in phases but no we're we're fully invested into Bossier City now yeah yeah, yeah I dude. think you are too with um uh with this and uh the the other things that we have you know coming up yeah that could be good possibilities man we I'm not gonna say 10 years from now that we're not just burn the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we'll still come up bullshit. Yeah, yeah. i'm sure we'll walk down there and be like hold on i got an idea yeah, i'm like idea. god damn it Bo, you <laughs> fucking I got, I got i'm trying idea. to retire yeah <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to sit on that beach somewhere but, um, no it's I, I think we we do have we've got the right the right people in place and the right the right ideas yeah to keep this thing going for years um People have asked, man, do you want to do a Bojacks in another city? Do you want to do, uh, you know, take this concept that we have and go put it at the beach? Yeah. We've entertained them all, man. I've, I've driven down to Pensacola and looked at property. I've gone up to Arkansas and looked at property. We are, uh, I think we're, we're happy. We're happy in Bossier City. Um, that's not to say somebody doesn't come in you know, from another area that has some deep pockets yeah. and wants to do something, yeah. then then we'd be not smart to not entertain that. Right. Um, but at the same time, like this is where we're this is where we're at. This is our deep rooted right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, is our, this is our heartbeat, I guess. Yeah. Um uh and I mean I'm glad that you're a part of it now. And uh if we can, if we can somehow sneak you a little barbecue shop in down here, and man, come slow, slow down, slow down, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> One thing at a time. Slow down. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll future. <laughs> you know, maybe hoot and holler over there. You know, goes out. You want to do barbecue? <laughs> oh, <shit>. do it. <laughs> oh man, no, well, there's there's lots lots of cool things going on down here. So I mean, I I appreciate you having me on and uh, just getting to bullshit a little bit about you know Bossier City and us having a barbecue team yeah man you want to hit them, hit them back with uh when our when our event is yeah so March 9th East Bank uh EBM smoke out um all day basically yeah March 9th I mean well teams will be here the night before um all day event it's going to open up the East Bank again um so hell we weren't even thinking about this was a impromptu podcast because the inclement weather actually had some reschedules so I was like hell let's just I'll let's hear. bullshit and hang out today since we're here you know um but yeah we'll we'll, we'll plug that um plug the entire east bank man and just and i guess man look everybody stay safe and we'll wrap this thing up wrap it up brother all right bro thank you